Welcome to the Awake Podcast. I'm Noelle Yates, and today we're going to be talking about freedom. And it's appropriate that we're talking about freedom today because today, or at least the day that I'm recording this, is National Freedom Day, a day that celebrates freedom from slavery. And this is also a day that appropriately marks the end of Human Trafficking Awareness Month. January is Human Trafficking Awareness Month. So today is special for me for several reasons. And first is because I started this year with a word. Um, I'm not big on New Year's resolutions. Like most people, I make them and often don't keep them. And so this year, I decided to do something different. Not really original, because lots of people do this, but different for me, and decided to focus on a word for the year. And the word that kept coming back to me was this word freedom. Just freedom. And I know there's nothing necessarily special or original with that word but to me it's a revolutionary word and I started to realize that how much of the work that I do revolves around that one little word freedom from the grip of poverty freedom from sex trade freedom from darkness freedom from slavery in all of its forms but as I thought more about that I thought about as I'm fighting for those freedom, freedom, those freedoms, freedom for the captives, you could say, I also feel like I'm fighting for my own freedom, freedom from my fears, freedom from expectations, freedom from self-doubt. And I realized that I'm, I'm passionate about bringing freedom to those trapped in darkness around the world. I, I focus on justice for all. But if that's true, I have to start with myself and I need to be freed from anything holding me back. I need God to help me break free before I can help others experience true freedom. And to do that, I have to let go of things like fear and anxiety and and self-doubt and the fear of failure, the, the unknown, the feelings of never quite being good enough. Because when Christ sets us free, then we are empowered to lead others into that same freedom. So I started this year sort of declaring this for myself, the year of freedom, freedom for the captives, but also freedom for my captive soul. And I love the verse in Galatians, Galatians 5, 1, Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. You know, we can define freedom in lots of different ways. As I was looking it up, I saw things like the absence of a release from ties or obligations, the power to determine action without restraint, the state of being free or at liberty rather than in confinement or under physical constraint, the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint, and the state of not being imprisoned or enslaved. And I think the one that that speaks to me the most out of all those definitions is the power or right to act, speak, or think as one wants without hindrance or restraint. And I think that one stands out to me because of the second reason that this day is so important to me, and that's because of what I have just seen. You see, days ago, I was on the ground again in Thailand visiting our work there among the girls trapped in the sex industry. And if you've followed along with my work, if you've listened to some of the other podcasts, then then you've heard me talk about this before. But just in, in summary of, of what we're doing there, <clears throat> Thailand is a place where 9.4 million men go every year 
just for sex. And so you find that the economy there is based on this. And in in one area of Bangkok alone, there could be as many as 10,000 sex workers. In Patia, which is a couple hours outside of Bangkok, in high season, there's as many as 50,000 sex workers. And so many of these girls are Thai girls that come from remote villages, live in extreme poverty, culturally have the burden to provide for their families financially. And they go to the big cities looking for work, quickly find out there are few opportunities, that they have very few skills, they have no place to live, and they find themselves trapped in the sex industry with little to no way out. And this time I was able to see and experience the streets of Thailand through the eyes of others. I brought a group of, of women with me um, to, to expose them to this work and, and really hopefully inspire them to get involved. And some of them would, would comment to me that the stories I had told them, the videos that I told them couldn't even come close to experiencing it for themselves, to see the lights and the chaos of the streets and the smells and the visually what you're seeing of the young girls um, lining the streets, selling their bodies is just something you can't describe to people. And I realized that this is hard and uncomfortable work. And I, I knew it was hard for me, but seeing it through the eyes of others, I think hit home even more how hard and uncomfortable this work is and how few people are involved in it and how few people, let alone even want to talk about it because it's so uncomfortable. And our partner there in Thailand reminded us, she said, God doesn't call us to comfort. He promises to be our comforter, but he does not call us to comfort. And I found that so powerful. And it was on this trip as we were on the streets that I found myself in this bar seeing how our work there really starts at the at the grassroots level because the work is really all about relationships. It's about building relationships and trust with these women and in time giving them a way, an opportunity, a choice out of this work. But it doesn't happen overnight. The red light districts of Thailand are overwhelming. The streets are booming with wall-to-wall people. There's there's music blaring. Girls are being sold everywhere you turn. It's it's sensory overload. And it was in this chaos that I sat down at a bar and met a young woman. She'd been in the sex industry for about two years, and I was surprised as I was talking to her to realize that she was just a few years younger than me, and we both have a son the same age. And for just a moment, just a short moment, it was as if I could relate to her. It was as if we had we had so much in common, and yet our lives are worlds apart. We both love our sons. We both want to provide them. We both have dreams for what they we want them to become in their lives. But I have many choices on how to do that and so much support. I have freedom. She has little to no options at all. Poverty has robbed her of any choice, but the streets, her freedom has been taken away. You see, I believe that freedom begins with the power to choose, to choose what we do, what we say, or we think. And empowering these women to have a choice, an alternative, is the first step to freedom. 
You know, I, I heard an illustration recently about something called light pollution. And it was actually my pastor who was sharing it at a, a time for our children during one of the services. And what was meant to be this cute illustration for children spoke volumes to me. But he was he sh- held up two pictures and he showed one of the night sky in a metropolitan area and one of the night sky in a wide open space of Arizona. And he showed how light pollution in the urban area, the metropolitan area, had drastically reduced the visibility of the stars, the visibility of the night sky. So it got me thinking about what is this light pollution? I'd never paid much attention or heard much about it. And so I looked it up and it says that it's also known as photopollution and it's excessive, misdirected, or obtrusive artificial light. And so the more I looked in it, a basic definition would would be that we've created too much artificial light and that makes it hard to see the stars and the true night sky. And as I thought about it a little more, I also thought that when we have too much artificial light, you can't see the true darkness. You can't see the true darkness beyond all the artificial light that we've created. And, you know, walking down the streets of Bangkok and Pattaya, the the bright lights of all those neon signs, they're nearly blinding. And it just adds to the overwhelming feeling you get on those streets. And it almost makes you forget about the hope all around you because you can't see the stars for all the light. But off the streets of Thailand back in the safety of our homes and communities with all the artificial light we've created, it's hard to see the true darkness. And the verse I kept coming back to on this trip was John 1, 5, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. And I started to realize that I would rather work in the darkness than stay where it is so bright, so full of this artificial light we have created that we can't even see the darkness. One of the girls we are helping in Thailand um, through our homes there has such a heartbreaking story. At 11 years old, she was purchased from her small village in Burma and sold to someone in Bangkok to help take care of some elderly parents. But at 11 years old, when She physically could not do the work of lifting up these elderly adults in and out of bed. They sold her to a bar, and she ended up in the industry. I can't imagine the things she experienced. I can't imagine what her life was like. I can't imagine at that young age how hopeless she must have felt. But now, now that she's part of our home, she has a second chance, a chance to become all she was meant to be. She has the power of choice. She has hope. And with that hope and with that power of choice, guess what she wants to be? She wants to be an engineer. You see, I believe hope is a weapon. It's a weapon that can pierce through the darkness and even the artificial light we create to reveal the most beautiful skies. It reveals the stars we cannot see. So on this Freedom Day, I leave you with this quote by Martin Luther King that once said that a threat to justice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. 
And I would also say when young girls are threatened anywhere, when they are treated as a commodity, when they are stripped of the power of choice, when women are threatened and abused anywhere, they are threatened everywhere. To learn more about our work in Thailand and the new home we are providing to help even more girls in Pattaya, visit my site at noelleyates.com Thailand. And until next time, may we all find ourselves awake and doing a world of good.